Greetings, this is Kevin Quinley of Quinley Risk Associates. I blog and do podcasts under the title Claims Coach. This is podcast number two of the Claims Coach. This podcast aims to deliver tips, tools, and techniques to help great claim and risk professionals get even better at managing their claims, their time, their resources, and their career. Today's topic is how to cultivate a continuing education culture within your claims organization. Classic rock fans may remember Pink Floyd's concept album, The Wall. One song has the refrain, we don't need no education. That mindset won't cut it in 2018. Serving as an expert witness on bad faith cases around the country, sometimes I wince when I read transcripts of adjuster depositions where they testify that they've never received any good faith training from their company. Some say they didn't even know that their state where they handle claims has an unfair claims practices act. Ouch. To quote Tom Hanks in Apollo 13, if that's the case, Houston, we have a problem. Continuing education is needed for today's claim professionals and for delivering good service and leading-edge insurance companies and TPAs see the link between continuing education and good faith. Now, agreeing to that is easy. Doing it is a little harder. That's where today's podcast comes in. Have you ingrained continuing education into an enduring feature of your company, your department's culture? How can we weave that ethos of continuing professional education into a company's good faith culture. Let me offer six quick tips. Tip number one, bake it into performance appraisals. Make continuing ed a component of an annual adjuster reviews. You know, business gurus from Peter Drucker to Tom Peters have said, that which gets measured gets done. So if you want to get it done, measure it. Assess the criteria you use to evaluate adjusters. Do they include commitment to continuing professional education. If you don't measure it, if you don't track it, if you don't put it as a criterion in performance appraisals, the takeaway for employees is, eh, it's just lip service. That's not the message you want to send. So include it as one component in performance principles and a recurring topic in coaching and mentoring the claim staff. That leads to tip number two. Coach it up. Make continuing education a periodic topic with your claim staff. Repetition is the mother of all learning. While annual performance reviews are standard, you need to give feedback throughout the year. Periodic one-on-ones should cover adjuster development plans. That's the essence of coaching, and it captures the idea that interacting with your supervisor or manager needs to go beyond a once a year, often dreaded, performance appraisal. Discuss goals, projects, and workload. Uh, Encourage ongoing training, overcoming obstacles to it, and pinpointing the next opportunity for adjusters to pursue. You need to ask your claim staff questions like, what are you doing currently in the way of continuing professional education? What are your plans along these lines? It could be an outside course, an internal training session, independent reading, 
earning an industry designation, online courses, a formal class, or self-study. But the point is for supervisors and managers, not just once a year, to stress the importance of each adjuster, each claims person, pursuing continuing education. That's tip number two. Tip number three, spotlight achievers. Make positive examples of them. Publicly recognize those who pursue and finish continuing education. Now this might involve memos to the staff, emails, or, or feature profiles in your company newsletters that profile successful completers. Include recognition in department meetings. Publicly present awards. Uh, some of these may sound corny or hokey, but the people getting these accolades don't see them that way. So look for creative ways to recognize achievers, because a lot of these gestures cost little or nothing. But that brings me to the fourth suggestion, which is to show the dough. Like Cuba Gooding's character in Jerry, Mag Jerry Maguire, who said, show me the money. You give corporate monetary rewards for completing continuing education programs. Some companies pay bonuses or cash awards when employees complete a CPCU or Associate in Claims designation. Others will pay for sending a designee and spouse to attend a confirmation event or a special convention. It's really tempting to view training and continuing education in the claims unit as a cost as a frill, an expendable expense, a line item that invites budget cuts. I get it, but companies need to change and reframe that mindset and view continuing education expenditures as investments, not just as expenses. Tip number five, set reasonable adjuster workloads to make pursuing continuing ed realistic. Time is the claim person's scarcest resource. An adjuster struggling with 250 files won't have the time, energy, or inclination to tackle a CPCU course or a challenging continuing education program. High caseloads invite burnout, turnover, and low morale. So keep caseloads reasonable and adjusters will have more bandwidth and margin in their work life to devote to continuing professional education. Keep caseloads reasonable, give staff time to attend classes, take courses, study, prepare for, and sit for exams. So provide time and space for continuing education and remind staff of the benefits of continuing education, how it links with good faith practices, and how the company supports them in building subject matter expertise. Tip number six, the final tip, make it convenient. Claims people are time-pressed to an unprecedented degree these days. We're juggling jobs, caseloads, personal life, family time. We feel like professional jugglers. Anything that companies can do to make continuing ed convenient will boost participation. <clears throat> One reason claims people don't get involved in continuing ed is because they feel time-pressed, especially when computing not just the time for classes, but commute times as well. So offer classes or briefings in-house on company time. Enlist someone to lead a class in a conference room once a week, or bring in an outside trainer or facilitator if no one in-house can fill that role. 
or have what I call lunch and learn brown bag sessions. This might involve inviting local attorneys or consultants or other experts in. Subject matter experts are often willing, if not eager, to deliver. It gives them a chance to show themselves as thought leaders and represent indirect marketing opportunities. Although make it clear to any vendor in advance, you're not looking for a promotional pitch, you're looking for substantive information. So offer space and time within the office for ongoing good faith training. Could be on a state's unfair claim settlement practices regs, case studies regarding bad faith, recent significant court decisions that have implications for bad faith, red flag situations to look out for such as time limit demands, how to handle hammer letters from policyholders and excess carriers, handling attempted setups. It, it shouldn't be hard to come up with a list of topics for continuing education and good faith, bad faith training. A couple of final comments. Continuing education in the claims unit as a way to prevent bad faith claims has two dimensions. First, educating adjusters about good faith principles and the relevant statutes and regulations in their state. Second, giving adjusters subject matter knowledge they need to stay current and do their jobs, handle their files better. Deficiencies in either can trigger bad faith claims, with attorneys on the bad faith side saying that the companies are too cheap to invest time and money to provide competent adjusters to policyholders and consumers. They will point to the lack of training to say that the company put its own financial interests above those of customers and the consumer by skimping on training. This is a recurring theme in bad faith cases, especially institutional bad faith. So investing in continuing ed helps inoculate companies from bad faith claims or helps them render more defensible any claims that surface. Todd Herman is an author out of Cincinnati and he's written a book called The Accidental Creative. He's got a great saying, one of my favorites, which is, go to school every day. Never stop learning. Every day, add to your storehouse of knowledge in your claims subject matter. And whether it's claims, underwriting, marketing, loss control, whatever. It's not a project with a limited shelf life. It's not a flavor of the month initiative based on the last best-selling business book that the boss read. Go to school every day. It's really a lifestyle that takes root within the company, within the claim department, that becomes interwoven in your culture, and it leads to a genuine learning organization. Building a good faith claim culture through continuing ed takes time, it takes patience, it's an ongoing, never-ending effort, but I would say start now because even though there's no finish line, the organizational rewards are great. If you like the content here, please check my website at uh, www.claimscoach.com for other claims and risk management resources. For more information on Quinley Risk Associates and my menu of services, visit me on the web at that URL or connect on Twitter at ClaimsCoach, that's one word, ClaimsCoach, or through LinkedIn. Thanks for listening and be sure to check back for future claims and risk management resources from Quinley Risk Associates.